Hello, beautiful mamas. Today we have part two. We've all been waiting for it. Part two of my conversation with the beautiful Rosie Nerney, all around hormones. We are going to be chatting more around how we can view our cycle and why tracking our cycle is so important, but also how we can use this knowledge to our advantage. And trust me, you are going to walk away from this conversation feeling so empowered that you are a woman. I'm so looking forward to it. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to help women break free of feeling stuck in survival mode and enjoy motherhood again, even through the tough seasons. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused and didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. The last few years have been a journey of finding myself again, becoming well from the inside out and figuring out how to enjoy this time with my little ones. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. Join me here for conversations around living with intention, simplifying our homes, holistic health, including quitting the tox, how to really walk in faith in today's world, conscious parenting and marriage, and so much more. So mama, if you've been finding life stressful and overwhelming lately, I'm here for you and I'm so glad that you are here too. Let's take a moment, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbles and let's get into today's episode. So would you say it's important to track our cycles? And I guess a lot of the time women only track their cycles to know when they're ovulating, if they want to fall pregnant or if they don't. Can you sort of share more around why we should track our cycles? I like to explain it like we have this like little internal calendar with us and we have this calendar within us for a period of, you know, from when we're about 15 to when we're about 45, right? So this, it's only something that you have when you are a woman with a reproductive, an active reproductive system, 45, 50. So there is a decent chunk of your life that you have it. Imagine living with this entire organization system within you and never knowing about it like because the your hormones your hormones determine your energy right so you have this completely predictable energy system that resets every 28 to 30 days that is going to do that for 30 years of your life and you don't know about it like don't you want to know about it wouldn't you want to know like isn't that something you were even curious about where you're like oh my god so I can literally predict my energy levels every single month for the next 30 years. And if they're not doing what my body is designed for them to do, then it means that something's off, right? It's not even about pregnancy or ovulate. It's literally about your overall health. So because this can be signs to you to let you know that something else is off, right? Um, so one of my other friends, when I started harping on about like hormonal stuff and talking about it, she was like, uh, cause our periods lined up there for a little while. And then I got my period and we were talking about, I don't know, something. And she was like, oh no, I'm still in luteal. I'm like, what, what are you still in luteal for? And she was like, yeah, my cycle's like 40 days. I was like, what? 
said, you need to go get that investigated. So she did. And she's got endometriosis. Right. But like she'd been seeing doctors and all that kind of, no one had even asked her. And it wasn't until she, it was because I asked her about her cycle, but it's just like your cycle is part of what makes you a woman, Mm. right? It's part of who you are. It's, it's such, it's when you fully understand it and appreciate it for what it is. Like when I learn about this and I understood my body, I was like, Oh my God, I'm so glad I'm a woman. Like, this is so cool. It's so cool that I have this whole like universe inside of me that's operating every single month that is like preparing to like bring new life into the world, whether you want to or not, but you can, that you can use it to your advantage in relation to like time management, energy management, all that kind of stuff. Um, I got really excited because I was like, oh, great. I know I'm going to have heaps of energy here. Let's book play dates there. Let's do a date night there. Let's do all of this there okay, I know I'm not going to have heaps of energy here. What can I outsource? We're going to, instead of, you know, going out with the family on the weekend to do like a bushwalk or whatever, we're going to stay in and do like a games night or something like that. It just makes life so much easier. And there has not been like, when I've gone over this with women, every single woman that when they get it and they understand it, they're like, oh my God, it just makes so much sense. Like they can feel it. And the reason they can feel it is because it's who you are. It's part of you. It's part of being a woman. Like older women that I, that have gone through menopause that follow me and that learn from me, they're just like, I can't believe I never knew this. Like they feel really ripped off. Mm. Like now, like, cause that chance is gone. It's over. Once it's gone, like it's gone. Um, and I just, understanding your cycle we are taught that it's just about pregnancy and, and periods and right. Like, honestly, I find it quite offensive that women are resorted to down to pregnancy and periods that that's all our, that's all our hormonal system. That's it. It's just pregnancy and periods. That's all women's bodies are about pregnancy and periods. They're not strong like a man's body. You know, they're, they're the weaker species. Like, man, if you actually understood what our bodies were doing, you would want to be a woman too. <laughs> because yeah, it's just so, it's, it's so cool. So I would, I would look at tracking your cycle as a way to get, get to know yourself even better, to truly understand your body and to understand that you have a very short window um, to actually learn about this and live in it. And if you are a mother of little girls, I would say it is your absolute duty to know your own body and understand your cycle first because your girls deserve to know about this. Like my mom was a midwife. I used to go in, watch her. Like I was obsessed with babies. Uh, probably why I have four. <laughs> but when I was growing up and I used to go in and sit in the special care nursery with her when she would like tube feed the babies and stuff like that, she was working with women. She was so passionate about like birthing and everything like that. She knew nothing about hormones. Mm. So you just giving this to your daughters is one of the greatest gifts that you'll give them. And mums of boys teaching your sons, this is going to make them the best partners to women ever. You will be like the best mother-in-law in the whole world. The girl, the girl will be coming over and be going like, Oh my God, did you teach him about periods? Oh, thank you so much. Like I've never had someone be so considerate about my periods. And you know what, if they've come from a home where their parents didn't know anything about it, your son might be the one that actually teaches them about mm-hmm. their bodies, which would be 
a very, very cool connection um, element to, to like their relationship as well. Um, so I think we need to shift out of the mindset of I'm just tracking my cycle for my periods and pregnancy to mm. I'm tracking my cycle because it's part of who I am. It's how my body functions. And because I want to know all that is me and being a woman. Yeah, totally. And I love too how you said it's also with it being like a vital sign, the telltale that, okay, something else is going on. Like if you are suddenly getting headaches or ovulation pain or your cycles lasting a few days longer, a few days shorter, okay, what's what's not right? And But you wouldn't know that unless you were paying attention to well, not even paying attention because like we're taught that it's just what happens. Mm. Like you just get PMS, like just take a pill. It'll help with your PMS. No, PMS is your body saying to you something's wrong. Yeah. Like all of that, it's our body trying to talk to us and say to us something's wrong. I often like, <laughs> I take myself into little um, visualization rooms in my head <laughs> And I don't know if anyone else is a visual person, you'll get it. And like, I have these little like plays going on in my head where it's like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, God, the universe, whatever you want to believe, but like God's sitting there and he's like, okay, I'm going to create these most incredible beings that are women. And I know exactly what I can do to help them know when something's up with their body. I'm just going to make them feel like rubbish and then they'll know that something's wrong and they'll know to go and fix it, right? Fast forward to 2020, God's sitting up there and he's like, what are you all doing? I made it so easy. Like I made it so easy. I made you feel like rubbish. Something's wrong, fix it. <laughs> but no, we're like, oh, I feel like rubbish. I'll take a pill. Like he's sitting there and he's like, what? like I could not have made it more simple if I tried. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, it's just, it's crazy because when you think about it like that, it's so simple, mm. but we've just like, like, and to be fair, it's not us as individuals that's complicated it. It's the world and money and pharmaceuticals mm. and profits. Um, and women are incredibly easy to profit off. Yeah. Very, very, very easy to profit off. Um, and like, even in relation to pregnancy, right? Did you know as a woman, you have three days in your entire cycle that you can actually fall pregnant, right? Three days. It's, it's actually a lot harder than what people think to get pregnant. Like if, you, if you're like me and very blessed and fell pregnant very easily, you actually are very blessed because it is a lot harder to fall pregnant than what, what it's made out to be, right? Because women are, by science, we are only able to fall pregnant three days out of our whole cycle men however can get people pregnant every 365 days a year <laughs> right so why is the responsibility of birth control put onto women when women are actually only able to get pregnant three days out of 28 or 30 and men can do it every day of the year right so um oh there was a question in there about birth control while we're on that. So just so you're aware. So when you take the pill and I was on the pill for seven years, so I'm like speaking from experience, 
when you're on the pill, you actually don't get your period. So the hormones that you go through, so the estrogen peaking and the testosterone coming in to ovulate, um, you don't get that. It doesn't happen. That's not happening in your body. Um, so when you have your period on the pill, it's not actually a period because you can only have a period if you ovulate and the pill stops you from ovulating. Um, so what you have is called a withdrawal bleed. That's all it is. It's not an actual period, which is why when so many girls go off the pill, they have all these massive hormonal problems mm. because you have basically, if you have a hormonal problem and the doctor says to you, take the pill, which is what they normally do, um, you just basically have this like pimple that's festering. You, you have just stuck a plug in the top of it and hope that that's going to stop it. Meanwhile, underneath the festering still building and the second you pull the plug out, which is like the pill, it's like whoosh, you just get this like tirade of hormonal issues, which then takes you about two years really mm. to like clear up. Um, so there is, I've mentioned it to you before we started the call. There is a, an account that if you want to look at natural contracept, natural contraception that is incredibly effective, um, it is, if you go onto Instagram and follow an, uh, an account called nat, just at natural cycles, um, it, is, it has the same effectiveness as the pill. So it's 99% effective when you use it to a T and it's, it's basically just tracking your cycle. So like one, you track your cycle and it stops you from getting pregnant. Um, but you just follow it and you just don't have sex when you're, when it tells you those are the days that you'll fall pregnant. And it is as accurate, like as, as effective, sorry, as the pill. So like, and this is the thing with like prescribing women pill and all that kind of stuff. Like how disempowering is that? Like really, when you think about it, it's like, we're not going to teach you about your body. We're not going to, we're just going to treat your body and your cycle as a problem. And we're going to give you a pill to fix it. Girls are being told that from when they're 14, right? Young girls go in, they're medicated before boys, right? Because they start, I'll take the pill. And the pill is linked with causing depression. So then you get depression because you've been on the pill and then it's like, we go back. Okay, I'll give you an antidepressant. So like that's, it's not as bad in Australia, but in America, that's standard. Like mums will take the girls that go, okay, we'll get them on birth control because their hormones are so out of whack. Um, we need to get them on the pill to regulate things because they're too annoying in the house. And then the doctor will prescribe the pill and at the same time he'll prescribe them antidepressants and parents just taking it and giving it to their kids. These young teenage girls. So for any mums that have tweens like I do, um, it takes three years for your cycle to get into a regular rhythm, right? So it will be up and down when a girl is coming in and getting her periods. It takes three years. When you think about it, most girls get their periods like around 14, around there. And most girls are on the pill by the time they're 15 or 16. You have literally not even given your cycle a chance to regulate before you've medicated right and it's just it's just crazy it's so disempowering um but you know it's the world we live in because it's very profitable yeah and it's just a band-aid solution 100 100 mm. like a lot of these girls that you know maybe their hormones are out of whack or their skin you know even their skin they say oh, i do it because i've got pimples i'm like again you're like again god's sitting up there and he's like could I make it more obvious something's going on? I'm literally having pus 
come out your face. <laughs> Go and fix something. <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah. I just I, I play this. Yeah, it's a funny movie in my head anyway. <laughs> no, I, I really like, and I think it's so. Yeah, our skin is such a telltale, and the fact that yeah, you have a huge pimple on your face, so something's not right. But we again have gone oh well it's normal it's what happens I'll just quick take a quick fix pill and put a band-aid on it in a sense yeah, yeah. um but yeah it's all this it's it's the lies that we're told in that it's normal it's normal to have PMS it's normal to like to like be wiped out it's normal to have no energy it's normal to like this it's normal to have pimples it's normal no 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 it's not because right now like I'm 35 years old and I do not get one PMS symptom not one I have I was having some stuff done and after I did all the lifestyle changes I still the only thing that I had left was my energy was low um, and I was my hair was really thinning um, and so I did go and get it investigated and I hadn't, the first thing I did, I went in and I said, I want my hormones tested first. My hormones are perfect. My iron levels were low and low iron levels are responsible for, and low iron levels like run in my family as well. Low iron levels are responsible for energy and hair loss, but I investigated my hormones first to make sure the problem wasn't there. Um, and so now I like I supplement iron and like I'm fine like my hair all up around the top it's like thickening up again um and my energy levels oh my god it's so good <laughs> so good so like when you have iron it's like oh hallelujah yeah oh sorry I lost where I was going with that thanks a bit went out of my head no right you were saying um if women are feeling like their hormones aren't quite right what are some things they can do so go and get their hormones go and I guess they have to specifically ask their doctor, test my hormones. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I would go even further and say find a doctor that works specifically with hormones. Mm -hmm. um, and you can do some very simple tests to find out whether they understand it or not. So use the words follicular, which is the first, like the phase after your um, period, and luteal, which is the phase before your period. So if you use the words follicular and luteal and they look at you like you have two heads, go find a new doctor, right? Because if they don't know what those phases are, they don't understand a woman's cycle. It's yeah. very, very simple. Um, and don't be surprised when they look at you like you have two heads because the majority of them have no idea. Um, but just like, so there's so many things you can do yourself though um, if, if you've got some of those symptoms. So the number one, if you exercise, the number one thing I would be doing would be looking at your exercise. So the general rule is, after you finish your period, so the first two weeks after your period up until ovulation, you can like smash your workouts. But after that, you need to only do strength training, no cardio, nothing that's going to like really get your heart rate up. And when you've got your periods, you need to rest. Like walks and rest should be all you're doing when you have your period. You cut those gym sessions out or if you want to do like a restorative yoga class, do that. Um, changing your exercise one of my friends was diagnosed with i can't even, it's like pmsd i don't know it's like severe pms right so she was diagnosed with that then she adapted the things that i taught and then she was like 
so I don't have any symptoms anymore. So I was like, okay, <laughs> so do you have this problem? Or because she went, she goes to F45 like every day. I said, like, so do you have this problem? Or have you just been smashing your body so much in the second half of your cycle that your body is screaming at you? And this month you've actually listened and now your symptoms are gone. So then it's like all these diagnoses. I'm like, well, it's just, she just needs to change your exercise. Like, so changing your exercise and changing your foods. Um, if you just start there and like, there's a really, really good book. Um, like I teach a program on it, but if you want to just like do your own thing, um, there's a really good book called Inflow by Alyssa Vitti. Um, it's phenomenal it will give you everything that that you need um i've got it up oh well yeah it's like you know about like an inch or so thick but the information in it is amazing um pinterest will give you like all the food that you that is right for your cycle um and exercise as well like just start there like i would start there before anything else because like I went and saw a hormonal specialist. My first appointment was $300. My second was $120. My one after that was $120. My tests that I had to get were like $80. So I'm like up nearly $600. I mean, you know, I got like $200 of that back, but like $400 I'm out of pocket to find out my iron was low, really. Mm. Um, because I had done everything else, right? So I would do, I would change all the lifestyle things first and if you still have symptoms after that, then I would go and investigate. But we have so much that we can do within our own power. We are constantly taught to outsource as women, right? And I think when you can make these changes, like these lifestyle changes yourself and just make those little adjustments, um, you will just realize how powerful you actually are. Mm. You know, it's the same when you teach people to use the oils, right? It's like, they actually have the power. You just have to have the right tools, just have the right tools, the right information. You have the power within you to create, to be the healer in your home, to like not have to constantly go to the doctors or the chemist or anything like that. Like you have the power to be able to do that. Um, and it's the same thing with women and their hormones. Like you have the power, but you have to accept the fact that you're going to have to self-educate. That's literally it. There's no way around it. Mm. Um, and if you're not prepared to do the self-education, then you are going to have to deal with the consequences long term period pun intended <laughs> um it's just yeah it's just it's just how it is if you you will never ever be fully on top of your health unless you get your hormones in check as a woman it's just it is just how it is and I think too though that it's so empowering like I'm listening to this and I'm thinking wow like wow at our bodies at how incredible they are but also I feel really empowered that you know what this is actually in my court and I'm a big believer in my health being my responsibility because I've from past experience I just think the fact that we can track our cycles know what's going on in our body be able to tell when something isn't right and then have the tools to, or if we don't feel like we have the tools to then learn ourselves what we can do. Um, yeah. I just think that it's so empowering. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just, once you get this and grasp this, like if you're not like high school girl excited about being a woman, 
then you don't fully understand your body. Like I'm just, I love that I know what it is now and I love living in the flow. Like when I get my periods, I'm like, oh, good rest. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing sports runs. I'm not doing anything like that. I've outsourced that to my husband and I'm just like, oh, good. I'm not even going to, like I am just intuitively or just within myself, I, I retreat in general when I get my periods, like I really reduce, I'm barely visible online that week at all. And like a lot of that goes against, you know, when you're in business that you need to be showing up all the time. And I'm just like, who, who made that roll up a man, <laughs> right? Like I, I want to be that person that gives women permission when you get your periods. If you don't want to be in your business, if you just want to have like systems set up so that it just plods along for that week, go for it rest watch a movie do all the things that you're not supposed to do if you're building a successful business because Mm -hmm. we are women and that's what our body is demanding of us because when we have the advantage when we are in our follicular phase in our ovulation phase we have so much energy we can do late nights we can punch out longer hours we can do that for nearly two weeks straight yeah right we can do we can what we can accomplish in that two weeks if we actually utilized it, men would be like so jealous. They'd be like, how do they just keep going like that? But the only way that you can do that and have access to that energy is if you take care of your body properly beforehand. If you're like smashing yourself out at the gym, when you've got your periods, when your hormones are low, when your like energy levels are low, when everything's low, as soon as you get your periods finish your body's going to be trying to heal all the damage that you did while you had your period. So you, like, again, hormonal imbalance. So if I'm talking as you're listening to me and you're like, well, I don't, when I finish my periods, I don't have all that energy. Fantastic. You now have information that tells you something is out of whack because when you finish your periods, you should be feeling fresh, crisp, like spring, like you've just woken up and you're like, Oh my God, I have all this energy. I have all these ideas. I have all these dreams and I'm just going to go and like, put them all into action and I'm so excited and then you know when you're ovulating like when I'm ovulating I can like survive on five hours sleep a night like I'm just like smashing I love ovulation so good energy wise I'm like great but I know that window is going to close and I can feel it like I feel my energy shift from um, ovulation going into follicular like literally on the day when you're in tune with your body enough you will feel the energy shifts because you have these massive hormonal shifts going on in your body. Like your actual brain, your brain matter changes 25% over a period of 30 days. Like it's, it's actually changing because of what the hormones are doing within your brain. Wow. Right. So like, it's just so cool. It's so cool when you understand this. Um, And it's another thing too, like in relation to like, planners and stuff like that and I'm sure as I say this a lot of women will be able to relate so they'll like organize stuff like even get their diaries and stuff and like right I'm gonna be so organized I'm gonna plan this week blah 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 blah. so they plan their week and they're like smashing goals and the next week they're like yeah I'm on top of it I feel so good and then all of a sudden the next week they're just like I just can't be bothered to do anything and then they start beating themselves up and they're like oh my god I was so motivated like why is this happening like I told everyone I was going to show up and now I'm not showing up. And then you start beating yourself up more generally when you're getting PMS <laughs> as well. So then it's even worse. And then you have your periods and then you just like soften for a bit. And then you're like, 
damn it, I'm just going to get back on the get back on the horse and so we just go in this cycle this like complete self-sabotaging cycle because we don't actually know you are supposed to rest when you have your periods right so a woman's hormonal cycle resets every 28 days a man's resets every 24 hours right when you look at the world that we live in is it catering to someone who resets every 24 hours or every 28 days it caters to a man right Totally. So when you stop living like a man and you start living like a woman, you're, you're literally, your whole world will change. It will change. And like my husband, when I learned all this and I was teaching it to him, like he was like, oh, that just makes so much sense. And so like now when I'm ovulating, it's hard because I'll be like, do you want to sit up and watch a movie? Like we can talk and we can plan and we can do this. And he, because at the end of the day, He's in like his menstrual phase, right? He just wants to rest. He just wants to like not talk very much. He just wants to retreat because that's what his hormones are telling him to do. Whereas my hormones are like, oh my God, let's go out, let's do this, let's do that. But then, and so like I've explained it to him. I said, okay, so your hormones reset every 24 hours. Mine reset every 28 days. So like at the end of the day, when you're really tired, when I get my periods, your end of the day that you have every day, I have that for like six days a month right and so when I explained that to him he's like oh like even the other day I was just like oh I just got nothing I was like I'm so just like don't want to go online I don't want to do anything I'm just like over it and he was like well you've got your periods like like he knows now because I've taught him and he's like well you've got your periods why don't you just go to bed early I was like oh my god I'm so proud of you but I'm so <laughs> proud of me because I taught you that <laughs> but how amazing like to have that connection with your husband and for him to know um yeah and to have that openness about like yeah the conversation of okay well you know how you feel like that for the last three hours of the day that's me for a week so yeah yeah um and like he got it like when I explained it to him he got it and it was like he had that like aha moment that I had too because it just makes so much sense mm like oh my god like this makes sense it makes sense why women are like this it makes sense why men are like this like this is just honestly like when I learned this information I was like this is like literally the missing piece of the puzzle like everyone is running around with like headless chooks like trying to figure out what to do for them what's right for them trying to understand each other and like even men understanding women and women understanding men like it's just it's just crucial mm. Like it is this whole operating system within our bodies um, that we're just never told about. It's like it's like buying a car. I don't know why I'm saying car, but a car that has like a manual, like an instruction manual on how to use it, and you just never read it. Mm. And so, like, you might be driving this car for like 20 years. It's a really good car and lasts that long. And then all of a sudden, someone comes up and says to you you know, if you move that gear stick, you'll actually go faster. It's like, it's like someone literally driving along thinking that they only have gear one and gear two, right? And then someone comes and says to them, you know, there's like three more gears and it's like, holy shit, this is amazing. Like, I just had no idea. It's actually totally off topic. There's a movie my girls were watching the other day. I can't remember what it was called. But this girl, she was like, oh, my God, she was driving the car, like, with this boy. 
and she didn't she hadn't driven a manual before and she just drove everywhere in first gear and it was so <laughs> So, and I'm like that's honestly what it's like though it's like we just we're we're as women we are operating as a car and thinking we only have first and second gear mm-hmm. and that that's normal right we have all these other gears and all these other like gadgets inside our car that we don't know about because no one's taught us and no one has even said there's an instruction manual yeah so that's what tracking your cycle learning about your cycle understanding your body like you will have a deeper connection with yourself and relationship with yourself more than you ever had thought was possible when you actually get in tune with your cycle and love your cycle and i like every woman that's listening to this i know inside of them they'll be feeling yes because you know it's that part of you that's missing. You know it's that part of you that, you know, we're constantly shamed. Like think about, oh, you've got your periods. Oh, I've got my periods. I can't do anything. Like the shame around your hormones from when you are little, it's societal. Like it's part of society, right? And it's up to our generation to change that narrative. And I think we might make a little dint, but I think it'll be our kids that make a bigger one. Mm, and giving ourselves the permission to do that absolutely yeah and and help our girls our daughters to be empowered with their cycles from the beginning Mm, yeah well like my girls now um like they know based on what food we're eating where i'm at in my cycle so when we're so we're like oh is it chicken week mom (laughs) like oh mom's just finished her period we're having chicken this week <laughs> and then when we start having like salmon and tuna and they or, or lamb they're like oh so you're gonna have heaps of energy for the next few days mum because you're ovulating like yeah and then we'll go so like um I wasn't actually eating red meat much until I learned about this and how important um just the the vitamins and the minerals and the nutrition that comes from organic grass-fed meat is when you're a woman. Um, so we eat red meat for like 10 days straight now. Um, and my God, the change in my cycle since I've done that has just been huge because when you have your periods, you actually do a really big vitamin and mineral dump. And if you have not like filled up your stock before you do that, you're going to be like majorly depleted. Um, so again, if you have low energy, something, but yeah, so like beef week, the girls are like, um, oh, mum's getting close to her periods again. <laughs> oh, we're eating beef this week. Mum's in the phase before her periods. <laughs> but like, it's like to them, it's just going to be normal now. Like it's yes. totally normal. So the thing that I'm going to battle with as they get older is that I'm probably going to be the only mum in their group of friends. Hopefully not because we're moving, but um that actually knows this information and so they're going to be going well my friend's going on the pill mum and so I'm going to have to have those conversations with them and say okay look I know your friend's going on the pill but and then here's the thing is that once they get to a certain age they get their own medicare card they can go to the doctors themselves and they can get on it right so then you know we've got to deal with that whole whole other issue the the peer pressure and the social pressure but I've just got to hope that I can do enough um, that even if they do make those choices, that soon they will come off them. But um, but also too, in relation to really have the discussion, if you finished having children about your partner 
having a vasectomy because there, there's a lot more risks to women if you have your tubes tied and stuff like that um, than there is to men having a vasectomy. So I would, yeah, I would highly encourage that conversation. My husband's had one because I just flat out said, I'm not having any more kids and I've done my bit. My uterus has done its bit. I'm not screwing up my hormones for the rest of my life. Um, so if you want to have sex again, you're going to need a vasectomy. <laughs> yeah. And look like, and it, it's totally fine. Like there are the, um, the risks to them are like very, like they're minute, really, really minute. Like you have to be super, super unlucky. So, you know, research your surgeon and stuff like that, make sure it's someone that does it regularly and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's, they have to, we have to shift this conversation about um, they have a responsibility too, right? It shouldn't just constantly be all put on the woman. Um, funnily enough, in this, in this book, Invisible Women was talking about the pill and stuff like that. And it said they did develop a pill for men, a contraceptive pill for men. The men complained too much that the side effects like depression, mood swings, they didn't like them. So they stopped making it for men, right? I was like, I read that and I was like, it's just so typical, so typical. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Well, I could keep talking for forever on this topic because I feel like it's the start of a rabbit hole. But um... Oh, it's, but it's just fine. It's like the reason that like any woman that I talk to on this topic, they're always like leaning in. They're like more, more, more. It's because... We all know it's part of us, mm. part of us that no one's ever told us about. And naturally, we just want to know more. Absolutely. Well, Rosie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all your wisdom. There's been so much gold in this conversation. I think I'm going to break it up into two parts because there's <laughs> so much to take in. Um, but for everyone listening, can you just let them know where they can find you, Yep. So um, my favorite social platform to hang out on is Instagram. So it's at just my name, Rosie Nerney. Um, my website just is my name, www.rosienerney.com. I don't really hang out on any other social platforms. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again. It's been such a privilege to have this conversation with you. And I know that so many women are going to be leaning into this going, it just makes sense. Thank you for having me. I have loved chatting. Well, how good was that conversation with Rosie? Thank you, Rosie, so much for coming on the podcast and sharing all your gold nuggets. I know that I walked away even re-listening to these episodes to edit them, put them all together. I just feel so blessed and empowered that I am a woman and... I am no longer going to let society tell me that that is a disadvantage. So I hope that you got, well, I know you will have gotten so much from both part one and part two around talking hormones and cycles with Rosie. And if you did, we want to know about, we want you to share them with us So make sure you take a screenshot of this episode, share one little takeaway nugget, post it up on your stories and tag us both at Wholesome Mama and at Rosie Nerney. We would absolutely love to hear your little gold nuggets that you got. But otherwise, I will see you next week for another episode. 
Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.